The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also, we'll touch on any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. I'm Adam and I'm here with Simon. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Good day. I was expecting you to say good day, sir. I was mixing it up because I didn't want to say good day, sir, three days, three times in a row, so. Good. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. Cool, cool. So, what have you been up to since we last spoke? I have been crying into a cup and drinking Uh my own tears. Um, Yeah. We won't stay on this too long, but yeah, obviously England lost in the final, but I'm only joking. I was happy that we got to a final and that was fine. Um... And uh, and yeah, and I've I went camping for two days in um, North Leach in Gloucestershire with with loads of mates, and it was banging. And I still hurt from just two days of drinking, so I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to do at download next year. <laughs> cool. But yeah, but apart from that, nothing much, mate. What about you? Yeah, uh, well, I've got a couple of things to talk about here. We're recording on a Monday because uh, we we didn't want to record. We normally record Sundays, don't we? But there was a final yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I, I normally play D&D on Mondays. Luckily, we're not doing it this week. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, one of... Have you ever played Have you ever played D&D at all? Or ever wanted Never. to? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've wanted to. I mean, it, it always seemed awesome. But I never, I never knew anyone that played it. So yeah. I just was completely out of the loop. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I've only been playing... Where well, we were probably playing about two years, playing four about two years before, before the pandemic hit. We just just happened to have a few, a few of us that worked together that wanted to play, and a and a DM that worked with us that worked with us was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing, and he's awesome. But uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, one of our guys' characters died, and we're in a bad place, and we haven't we haven't played since, and it's it's horrible just waiting to find out what's going to happen. <laughs> obviously, you know, obviously, like I said, we're not playing this week. I don't know if we'll be able to play next week. It was um, left on a massive cliffhanger, <laughs> and 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 now it, it it's it's more like 127 hours now. It's like not, it's, it's, yeah, it's just sat there waiting. It's like, oh, are we going to get back to it? It's like you've um, finished a really good Netflix season, and you're not going to know what's going to happen until the first episode of the next one. Yeah. It's a giant gap and you're like, no, I wanna know what happens. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so uh yeah, waiting to get back to that. Nice. Another thing, I have to throw away my favourite pair of shorts. Oh. I I know. I, this this will lead into something else. I, I've just got uh, it's, it's a sort of three three quarter length pair of um Bellabong jeans they are. And I got a massive rip in one of the knees, and I know that can be fashion sometimes now, but I, I can't. I can't carry on wearing them. I've I've had them for a good ten years. They they've had a good innings. Um, ten years. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time. Well, they've been coming to download with me a lot as well because, you know, they're, they're resilient, you know. It's good. <laughs> Trusted. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I think I have to throw them away now. But I, ha- I have been up into the attic to try and look for all my old download stuff, my old, my old Iron Maiden T-shirts. I must have had about 20 Iron Maiden T-shirts, and I can't find them. I think I threw them away. What? I know. I can't believe it either. Are you sure? Are you sure they're not just hiding? Have you had a thorough check, or was it a quick check? It was a thorough check in the attic. There's one cupboard in the house that I haven't checked, but I don't think they're going to be in there. I think I have thrown them away, and now I'm absolutely gutted. I am a hoarder. I am a hoarder for that very reason. I always regret throwing things away. <laughs> so how, what kind of... Um, how long ago do you think this was? That you, Is this like years ago you threw them away, or you threw them away like... Only probably three to four years ago. I don't know why I didn't put them in the attic. We've got loads of space up there. <laughs> yeah, wow. Who knows? I did, I've done that before, dude. You throw it, you're like, I'm never going to need it. I don't care. Just because you're not in the mood for whatever it is. And yeah. then in a couple of years' time, you'll be going, I threw that away. Yeah. And I need it, or I want it, or you know, I want to look at it, or whatever. Don't worry yeah. about it, man. It's cool. Oh, yeah, they're, hopefully, they're in the cupboard. Hopefully. If they're not in the cupboard, you have to take some lashes to hallow <laughs> be thy name. As punishment for throwing away your maiden shirts. <laughs> I, I did keep down uh, my download 2003 t-shirt because I thought I was the first one. Nice. But I took it out of the drawer the other day. It was the first time I'd taken it out of the drawer since going through it. And it's a 2005 one. I didn't even look at it. I was like, that looks like the first one. Let's put that in the drawer. Chuck the rest away. <laughs> so, so I... Because oh. ch- I was thinking... Cause, you did your YouTube video about um, merch, and I was like, "What? Well, yeah, if I'm not going to wear it, maybe I'll I'll send you my 2003 one because you said they were hard to find." But I yeah. I don't have a 2003 one anymore. Oh man! So you you thrown away other download merch? I think so. That hurts me a little bit, man. I know. Do you know how? Do you know you have to scour the earth for those things now? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I have to go into Depop and eBay and search every single day to see if they come up. And you're just throwing them away. That's what's happening to them all. People are just chucking them in the bin. Send your download clothes to me, people. Don't throw them (laughs) away. I'll take them. (laughs) For the collection, I'll take them. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's probably because I haven't worn band shirts really for... I said this to you before, didn't I? Um, I I just haven't worn them for... Probably maybe over ten years, but I I dress I I do still dress like it's like two thousand and two, <laughs> I with my trousers below my ass quite a lot, um, as baggy as I can. That's cool. But I, oh, I have actually got some Iron Maiden shirts, like button up shirts that I've been wearing since I was about fifteen. Nice. I, I retired them last year, but they um yeah they've never faded. Some of them are a bit ripped now, but yeah, 20 years of wearing them, I thought I should probably probably stop wearing them. And I spoke to you about this before as well, about we could cover fashion on one of our oh. shows, because I've never known what to move on to. I, I still dress skaterish, like <laughs> I said. Like, like it, I think a lot of people do that, though, when they find their like phase or they find a look that suits them, they stick with that look. That's just that's just what happens. That's yeah. fine. I, I sometimes find myself wearing the same stuff that I would have worn 10, 15 years ago. Some of it, yeah. I'm like, oh, Jesus, never again. 
but some of it i'm like <laughs> yeah you know i wear it and like I, I look like i could have been at download 2005 if i'm in camo shorts a band t-shirt do you know what i mean and some yeah. converse it's the exact same thing <laughs> i was wearing 15 years ago so yeah nothing really changes no but sometimes i look sort of think about myself and and think what other people would think of me I, i'm a 35 year old man now <laughs> wearing baggy baggy as fuck jeans round my ass as well skate shoes not i wouldn't care what they think but i was just curious but uh i i've been looking forward to this because i i, I thought i can ask our listeners i can ask uh, uh, the whole uh, listenership is that yeah. i don't know what it's called listener listenership so so i i thought i can say look hey listeners what are you wearing <laughs> not in I'll a sexy like... <laughs> way what? yeah. <laughs> what's your style man yeah and um like because because i didn't really get into the you know i think for a while it was a whole white t-shirts with the with the neck that went down to like a belly button or something or oh whatever, my god it? the old v-necks do you, yeah do you remember that's that? very 2008 that is is it very okay it's very two yeah, no 2007 eight had a lot of friends yeah. shout out to eugene v-necks yeah. for days yeah get yeah. a chest tattoo wear a v-neck yeah standard yeah and uh there was the old, uh, the old emo state uh emo phase for yeah some people wasn't there i never went into emo i i don't know how they do their hair their hair was like always perfect across their face i bounced from all of them i went from the like early sort of noughties new metal baggy everything look then yeah. by 2005 i was wearing girl size 10 girls jeans like <laughs> literally i could barely get them on and off bloody hell but at the Jesus. time it was you know you would the biggest g had the skinniest jeans so it was whatever the skinniest jeans you could fit into so <laughs> really yeah so and then you have yeah. a really tight t-shirt and then like you said you have perfect hair perfect mm. hair bit of eyeliner boom the ladies loved it i mean yeah. you look back on it now and you think we looked horrendous but people at the time seemed to think it was awesome <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah no. Now, I, I think now, the maybe what you need to do is mine now, my look now is an amalgamation of all the looks I've had. Okay. Just sort of up and down little bits like, you know, sometimes one day I'll look a bit emo, one day I'll look a bit of new metal, one day I'll look a bit metal, the next day I'll look really smart, the next day I'll look thing. I think maybe what you need to do is when it all gets back to normal, we should uh, do a vlog where we take you around a city centre, right? And you can try on different outfits and different looks. <laughs> Yeah, we'll pick oh, that the sounds good. For you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, that is <laughs> just coming that. out and being like, "What about this one?" Nah, go back in, put another one, come out. What about this one? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. We should do it. We uh, we have some awesome music behind it. Yeah, see, there you go. Video done. Oh, you can yeah. you can imagine it now. <laughs> yeah, three million views <laughs> or three views, still uh, views. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good, man. Um, yeah, like I said, I've been looking forward to saying that <laughs> ever since I thought about it. Um, yeah, uh, otherwise, that's my couple of weeks. Like you said, I've been watching the football a lot, a little bit unorganized with this episode because of the football. So we're winging it today a little bit, but uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. So, oh, oh, there was there was one thing. We've been invited to um, somewhere. You've been invited? We've been invited to Belshazzar's feast. What? No, what? How do you... Iron Maiden, 15th. Yeah, but but, but what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't said. 
but we're invited. Apparently. We're invited to it. So yeah. okay. I'm, I, thought I'm had, so... I thought you had some wonderful bit of information. I was like, oh, yes. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know anything else, anything extra that other people don't. <laughs> no, uh, but I, I'm looking forward to finding out what that is. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon it's going to be a new album, but uh, that's a guess. <laughs> like I said, yeah, probably nothing to go on. I don't know tour, home video. Um, yeah, it could be anything really. Could just be a big feast. Yeah, like all I made fans sit down at the same time every day and eat, kind of like a yeah. weird religious thing or something. I don't well, know. Together or just wherever yeah, you t- are. No, 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 wherever you are. Everyone wherever just sits are, down yeah. and you know your, your timer goes off yeah. and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's time for it's my feast. Oh, I like that. See, I was a bit cultish. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. It is very did you, ever, did you ever play the mobile game? No, never. No, it wasn't very good. Oh, okay, yeah. Mobile games. <laughs> I, I'm not a big. I'm not. A, well, I'm not. I was gonna say I'm not a big. I'm not a mobile um, game guy at all. I don't play any mobile games. Not one. I think no. I played Candy Crush when it was out, <laughs> yeah. and that was probably the only mobile game I ever played. That was it. Cool. That's fair. But yeah, uh, that's the only news. I, uh, only news I can think of. I've got one bit of news. Uh, it's not my news. It's news from... Um, <laughs> it's something weird that I saw on Planet Radio. <laughs> I, I just saw the header, right? So I'm not even going to read the thing because it's probably going to ruin it. It just says, New Zealand mum names her three children Metallica, Slayer and Pantera. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so I, was, I was like, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go into it because they'll probably be like, it's just the middle names, but even that's awesome. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's quite cool. <laughs> it's not connected it. to me at all, but I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Good names, strong names. They are. Yeah, we, um... Slayer. I mean, imagine that as your first name. <laughs> How you doing? I'm Slayer. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I like that. What a name. Both of our kids were called Cletus uh, before they were born. Cletus. <laughs> Well, Cletus the fetus. <laughs> Kelly hated it. My mum hated it. All the women I know hated it that I was calling them Cletus the fetus. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we didn't have a name for them. <laughs> I tried to um, rename my sister's child after he'd already been born because I didn't like his name. So I just called him by the name that I thought he should have. <laughs> really? Yeah, because his name was Preston. I didn't like it. So I just called him Ethan for the first year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon she was pretty close to caving in, but then I just gave up, and then yeah. just, she just kept it. I was like, "That's not his name. His name's Ethan. It's clearly not Preston." So <laughs> just call him Ethan. No, nice. it's too late now. It's too late. He's like, it's like ten now. It's too late. Probably it's is too a late. Bit. No, no. Yeah. Um, okay, so well, we've done the introduction and news and catch up, and we've had your friend Ronnie send us uh, an audio clip, which. I think we should use to take us into the main topic. So let's see what Ronnie has to say. Oh, sing for me, download! Cool. So we said this week we were going to talk about Download 2003. Hells yeah. I still don't have many memories about it and i've probably said <laughs> half of them on the, on the on the previous two episodes but uh i mean i've done some digging on the on the old website through wayback machine 
Uh, we, we can go through the lineup. I noticed Sixth are on the lineup. I'm not sure if I was a fan of Sixth at the time. So I'm this not would have sure been would have early. This would have been, yeah, uh, first album. But it wouldn't have been out very long at that point. No. So, yeah, there was a couple of things I wanted to read out from the Wayback Machine, or from from their website originally. Okay, you go for it. So they, they, they did have, uh, it was called a, a desktop dog. And I assume it was like, the, do you remember the little paper clip you got with, uh, was it Office or something like that? Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. go around the screen and do do his own thing, basically. Uh, I think the dog, the download dog, uh, the, the desktop dog, was the same as that. That would have been cool, though. Back then, that would have been awesome because you would have been like, this is sick. It's like a little little dog doing random stuff on your desktop. Yeah. Back then, that would have been amazing. Yeah. I want to read it to you because it's, it's quite... I, I think it's quite funny. Go on. The desktop dog is very small and won't affect the performance of your computer. In fact, desktop dog is very well trained. He should take around five minutes to download on a 56K modem. So, so go pour yourself a JD and Coke now. <laughs> 56k modem. That's insane. Oh, I love it. it took me a couple of seconds it. to download it. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got a, go make yourself a JD and Coke. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So glad they had that on the Wayback Machine because it's difficult. Like we were talking about before um, we started recording, it's difficult to get stuff on there because some pages weren't archived. Yeah. So you, you, some of them just weren't. You click on them, or there was just certain times. So awesome that you found that, dude. So cool. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got uh, what was it? It's like a thousand captures of it of some sort. How many was it? Nice. One thousand three hundred ninety-four times between March twenty-first, two thousand three, and July the second, twenty twenty-one. Oh, dude, that's awesome. There'll probably be different but- stages of it on there. There may be. Hopefully we can get at least one page from each year so we could get just an idea of what the what it was looking like. Like yeah, now it's been the same for like it's been the same for like ten years now. They worked off they used just the same base level one, but I'm guessing back yeah. in the day they would have changed the entire website every time. Yeah. Uh, oh, because you noticed that with the um the posters, didn't you, how they all look the same for the last sort of ten years with um when you did your YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the old ones were like completely different, like the first few especially. They, the way they were laid out, the way the things have been on them, but now they use... It's easier to do. I understand why they're doing it. It's like a regimented version of them just with different backgrounds and the occasional different font. But apart from that, yeah. they're normally the same now. Yeah, I think it's probably a lot, a lot of the internet has sort of reached a... What's the right word? Because think if you if you think back to what websites looked like in sort of the late nineties, early two thousands, they were all oh yeah, you know it's from that era. Whereas they've probably reached a point where well, I just think it's a lot easier. It's probably a lot easier because the the way it's grown now. Like you get all these, um, you see them online and stuff. They're like you know, build your own website, do this yeah. and do that, and you know they they build the base for you. And all you're basically doing is just putting the pretty things on top of the base that they've already built, which is the code. Whereas yeah. back in the day, that code wouldn't have existed from a base level point. So you would have had to start with the code and then put the pretty stuff on top. So you probably really needed to know what you were doing. Whereas yeah. now they just go, that's the base level code, which gives you all the stuff to tell the website what to do. And then here's the things you tell it what to do and it will do it. Okay. So, yeah, you're right, though. It's got to that level now where once you've got that base level, you go, just do what you want. Me and you could probably 
build an awesome website after watching a YouTube video for like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how easy the the internet is to use. I know it's yeah. making us sound really old, but man, I remember when it was shocking. <laughs> you couldn't even get in on a website, do you know what I mean? Whereas no. now it's so easy. And it would load down the page. Oh, <laughs> that dial-up, man. <laughs> that dial-up. But yeah, I mean, like, the, it's like the style is like, style is not going to change much anymore like websites old websites they looked amazing at the time they're all like quirky and massive fonts and yeah they look awesome at the time but yeah they've probably got to a point where the the style is not going to change much no no not now yeah they've got like you said that that base level bits on there now so they're just going to stay pretty much the same but they're cool and that you can fit so much on them now like Whereas before it would have you would have had like two little bars of links. Now you could go for pages and pages and pages. They even archive stuff on their own websites. So yeah. like the download one has every other thing archived, which is so helpful. Yeah, uh, uh, they haven't got much in the gallery for two thousand and three. Oh, I haven't. I haven't looked. There's probably yeah, there probably won't be much in there. In fact, there's quite a few pictures just on the Google search. Yeah. Better off just doing that rather than them doing it. But they've got the lineup on there and it just says like a little description of what happened. So, yeah, I guess that's all they need. Yeah. Well, we should probably go through the uh, the lineup and um, have well, a look Well, I was going to say to you before, do you, I want to ask you a question about 2003 because obviously you said it. Well, it was your first download. Yeah. How, wh- how and why did you go to your first download? Well, it's because uh, I think I said I said briefly before that uh, it was my friend's brother who took me up to the first download. Well, he took us to Ozfest two thousand and two. I think I don't know why he took us to that because we would have been we would have been like fifteen, sixteen at that point. Hmm. I I wouldn't want to take a fifteen, sixteen year old now. Maybe a pain in the ass. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, they really would. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, it was cool. Um, yeah, he. My friend didn't want to come. I don't know if he even asked Mark. So, so yeah, the, the guy who took me, his name was Scott. And yesterday, I actually got in contact with him and said, "Look, I'm doing a doing a podcast about this now. I've been every year. You're basically the guy who started it. I've not spoken to him in probably close to twenty years now. Like obviously since, Whoa. well, probably not long after we came back. You know, I saw him about, but I was never really close friends with him." Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. And I said it would be awesome to actually have you on. It wasn't the intention of getting getting in, in touch with him. I was going to see if I can pick his brain to remember stuff. Remember anything. To, yeah. yeah, to remember any more stuff. But after, yeah, after a couple of messages, after a couple of messages, I thought, you know, if, if he's comfortable with it, then I could get him on sometime. So I'm just waiting mm. to have a bit more of a chat with him. Oh, that'd be cool, man. Yeah. That would be nice. He probably remembers more than I do. Oh, that's cool. That's good. I like that. Yeah, and it's 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 cool that you were so young as well, and then you got to go, because, like, it's just awesome. Yeah. And like I said, when we got there, there wasn't a queue. There wasn't a, um, like, because everyone knows exactly where you're supposed to go now. I think, I don't even know where it was, because I, I am quite familiar with the whole of the whole of the site now. I know pretty much where I am all the time but i don't know if i remember where that was mm, where well i came in i don't think i've seen i don't think i've seen it since but um did did you know that um ozfest the year before had the second stage inside oh really uh do you remember on the track 
about where the tire was. There was a huge yeah. building on the left-hand side. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, yeah, like a big, um, like a big sort of sheddy warehouse thing. Yeah, and the second stage was in there. What? I ne- dude, I never knew that. I never knew that. So yeah, I suppose I, this was always going to come into it because I think my memories of the two have always have been have got a bit mixed up as well. I've merged. Yeah, I remember we were watching System of a Down, I think, on the on, and it started raining on the main stage, so we went in and finished watching Kitty. Nice. And then El Nino played after that, and then Hundred nice. Reasons headlined. Nice. The second stage that was awesome, and then I think we went back out to see Ozzy outside that is very 2002 yeah um, <laughs> and then obviously with download the second stage they moved it round to the back of the main stage didn't they that you had to go around yeah. the side of the stage which was weird was it the um, big was it the still the big tent then big outdoors, yes big tent yeah, yeah okay yeah, i think they, i think it was yeah it must have been for a long time yeah i still miss the second stage being in the tent I said that to people before. I know the main stage is uh, second stage is great now, but yeah. um, the atmosphere. I can understand why because people just couldn't get in because it was only a certain size. Yeah. But some of those gigs on that second stage, unreal. Yeah, um, I think I said before. I, I I saw it was that year. I saw Dream Theater in two thousand seven nice. in in that tent, and we just sat at the back, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. sound so, in there was bless. It was amazing. Yeah. Also, I was going to say to you, I was going to say to you as well, just quickly, because you weren't, I read this earlier, I, I, there was this guy's like blog from, from 2003, it's like yeah. a blog of his like review of Download 2003, and he said that the, one of his first sentences was, uh, well, we all know what happened with last year's OzFest, because even Ozzy admitted that things didn't go great, apparently there was loads of stuff with the way the crowd were laid out that people didn't like and there was some technical issues and loads of other stuff do you remember any of that no i don't okay yeah because that's Actually. he said that on his on his yeah. blog and he's like he's like uh was there any of that in download 2003 and it said hell no <laughs> and he was talking about how well download 2003 was run compared to ozfest the previous year so i was really surprised to read yeah. that just you know probably just technical stuff on that and apparently ozzy just said yeah we had some difficulties with some of the way. I mean, it's you know, it's a one-off thing, so it's obviously more difficult. With this, yeah. they had some probably more time and some infrastructure to put in. But apparently, two thousand and three, you know, as it was supposed to run, run perfectly, and um, he said it was run far better than the Ozfest was. So, sorry, I just wanted to get that in there. Yeah, no, it, it kind of makes sense. Um, I suppose, like you said, because this is a one-off over here. Uh, they they probably use all the same companies over in America. They probably they'd probably been doing it for years. They but. They're mm. probably using like a company for the first time or several companies for the first time here. So yeah, I, I can see that. I see why that would have happened. Uh, mm. That's something we should uh, dig into a little bit more because I've not actually, I've not actively searched for anything Ozfest related yet. Well, yeah, we said we were going to do an Ozfest and Monsters of Rock one as well, so we'll delve more into that. But I just thought I'd mention it just because he, it was in his 2003 review that he yeah. mentioned. The problems were Ozfest, so. Well, I did. Um, I did order a book which came through yesterday, so I haven't read it yet. But uh, it's the first seven years of download. Oh, I saw that on Amazon. Yeah, it's all interviews, but there might oh, be nice. some interesting information in that. It's not. All, I think it's mostly bad in, band interviews, but uh, I think there are some just crowd interviews as well in there. So. Uh, okay, sweet. Yeah, read it, man. 
yeah, hopefully there's some little nuggets in there that we didn't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I forgot what I was saying now. Oh yeah, I so said we should probably <laughs> go through the um through the lineup because yeah. Uh, so yeah, like I said, there there aren't that many memories I have. I, I said about when when we got there, nobody knew where to go to get bands. That we there was like there was literally no staff there. I don't think we saw any staff to even ask. So people were just dotted around. Um, I think weird. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's when the queue around the building started. Uh, Jacob <laughs> oh, yeah. said to me, "Oh, you know that was 2004, the other day," and I was oh. like, "No, I'm pretty sure it was 2003 because I remember, I remember Scott being there with me." So it must have been 2003 because that was great. I was saying that to um, to Vicky the other day when we were on the way back from camping. I was saying that story's hilarious about people just <laughs> going around and then you come out and look and you're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> you get it from a different angle. We're not even queuing for anything. Yeah. We're just yeah. queuing. How British is that? Queuing for the sake of queuing? Yeah." And like I said, I don't, I don't know where those buildings are. Maybe I'll um have a look on the uh, the, the the buildings might not exist anymore. But yeah, I'll have a look on mm. maps at some point. On yeah, Google, yeah, yeah. Have Google a wander around. Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, that was that going in. Uh, I'm pretty sure we camped. I did actually. I did um, put something up on the the Facebook group as well, saying you know I want to see some pictures or any stories just to try and jog my memory. And one guy said, oh, I'm 99% sure there was no camping the first year. And and I was sure there was, but because he was 99% sure, that was probably more, that was more of a percentage than I was sure. <laughs> so I was like, maybe there wasn't, but no, there definitely was camping. Yeah, I, I, I assume there was camping, but... Because, um, like I said, I, I remember camping with the two guys that I didn't really know that well, sharing a four-man tent. And, and I remember there's one... So... I wasn't sure whether to say this, but I don't have many memories, so I don't have much of a choice. But I don't want my family hearing this. But um, so there was one, one, one evening. It might have been both nights. We were just sat in the little village bit, and um, we were doing rounds. So we'd go to. I, I was getting served somehow. I, I could get served for alcohol when I was quite young. Uh, I'd had a big beard um, from about fifteen, which was awesome. Um, <laughs> and so we were doing rounds. You could go to this. Um, it wasn't really a bar, but it was it was where you get slabs of beer from before. But you get can a pack um, four packs of beer. Oh, okay. For, it was four cans for a fiver, which was pretty reasonable as well. And we'd go and get a a pack of four and some legal ecstasy or legal acid or something <laughs> like that from the legal high stalls you, you used to have. And we just do rounds of that. I I I, I didn't think the the legal highs jesus no anything. wonder you don't remember any of it <laughs> i don't think they did anything yeah um, they probably didn't I, I don't remember them doing much but um yeah i remember they probably didn't well yeah i'm sure it was definitely one evening we just sat in the village bit just yeah one of us wander over and get all that stuff and come back and every that sounds awesome it, it was cool uh for, uh for what i remember of it but uh it was, like i said it was a long time ago now and i've drank a lot of beer since then <laughs> One of the other memories I have was the bottles from Marilyn Manson. I couldn't, uh, I thought I found a video, but it's just a still picture with his audio in the background. But it's something you don't see very often anymore. We were sat, so he was on the main stage. We were sat on the right hand side because there was like sort of hills both sides, wasn't there? Yeah, the, yeah. The left hand yeah. side one was a bit bigger. But we were sat on the right hand side of the stage and people were just throwing bottles at each other. They weren't throwing them up on stage. 
because it was it was quite hot that day so there was hundreds of bottles and and i swear there must have been several hundred bottles in the air at any point you know you couldn't see the stage behind this mass of bottles just flying from left to right and right to left and that was that was so amazing to see for the first time you know as as a teenager it's like never seen anything like it before i'm sure that it has happened at other times that download like other years but i don't remember seeing it anywhere near as as dense as much or as many i, bottles I agree with that. you there because the first few years that i went like uh five six and seven bottles were crazy yeah like, there were so many bottle bottle fights so we called them and people just lobbing bottles at people but there are there are a few videos from the years a little bit further on where you can see them the latest one i saw was there's one in 2013 i think the year after that they got rid of bottles in the arena and now ah. you don't see any bottles being thrown it's just, they just got the cups Okay. You can't really lob them properly. Sense. No. But in 2013, there's a good video. I'll say I'll send you the link and um, we'll put it on one of the other um, episodes. But yeah, it's one of 2013. Loads of people throwing bottles. But yeah, you don't see it now. I've no. seen it for years at download. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I need to see that video because yeah, I yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't really know why they'd stopped. But yeah, not having bottles in the arena does make sense. Need well, they bottle. used to do the thing as well where. Um, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I can't remember my, my, my brother when we were camping about um, they used to give you bottles with the lid on. Now, if you throw a full bottle of drink with the lid on, that's gonna hurt. If yeah. that hits you in the face, that's gonna hurt. Whereas the years, couple of years after that, they give you the bottle, but they take the lid. Okay. So yeah, if it I hits someone, it's not quite as damaging. Yeah, yeah, because we were talking about someone, someone. I don't know how, but someone got in like a two-liter bottle of Coke. And we were watching, I can't remember if it's Bring Me the Horizon or Lordy. And there was this girl standing there with a guy and this two litre bottle of Coke just came over and hit. I can't remember if it was him or her in the face and pff, nose just exploded. Fucking hell, man. So I think that's why they started to take the caps off the bottles because yeah. it was just like people were just getting battered. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Fuck, man. But yeah, I do miss the bottle fights, dude. I... I, I, it probably was even worse in 2003, so you're right. You probably couldn't see the stage. Yeah. No, like I said, I'd, I'd never seen anything like it before. Um, not even the year before it was best. And, um, yeah, I'd, I can't I think I think I enjoyed Marilyn Manson. I can't really remember much about him. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of his at the time. Anyway, obviously, he had the big songs that everyone liked. Yeah. But yeah, the one of the yeah, like I said, I'm pretty sure the only other memory I have after that is the just sat watching Evanescence uh, when people running past going to uh, going to Metallica. Oh, and I have got did I? Oh, I did say to you, I have got a guy lined up to come on to talk about that Metallica set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that. Uh, like I said, I've just been unorganized. I was hoping to get him on for for this episode as well, just to pad out pad it out a little bit to uh because of my lack of memories <laughs> but <laughs> but uh i think the last time i spoke to him i said oh yeah so we'll probably be recording it on the 11th not even thinking about the fact that it's going to be the the final the football final yeah uh, i have to speak to him again and say right maybe next sunday yeah we'll do a little just a little bit of peace little catch up with someone who can actually remember it yeah yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> a couple of things that people said on the um on the download page i i didn't ask with the intention to use their stories but some of them are quite cool i don't remember them so i thought i'll say them anyway apparently 
audio slave, there was a massive thunderstorm during their set, and uh, and it just looked awesome, you know, just a lightning going around the well, not around the stage, but um, you know, in the background. Yeah. So I do need to check out a video of them and see if I can see it. Nice. At some point after they said that, I was like, I don't remember that. Maybe we didn't stay to see them. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we if we left Sunday night or or left the Monday morning. I can't remember at all. So that would be another good good reason to get Scott on as well. To uh, yeah, definitely see if he remembers. Was there anything else? Did you want to go through the um the lineup? The, the lineup looked amazing. Like all of the bands on there are like household names. I was looking at it before. Well, the first thing you've got to talk about is obviously it was only two days. Oh, yeah, yeah. But do you remember if you could camp the days before? Like, you know, like now you can go on the Wednesday, but the music doesn't start till the Friday because it, it was Saturday and Sunday. Could you stay there on the Friday? It was the Friday. You had to get there the Friday. Okay. And, oh, it started in May. Yeah, the the first day. Oh, hang on, no, that was Saturday. Yeah, so you, you could get there the 30th of May. So it's it's now gone back two weeks from that. Yeah, it's moving further and further. Soon it will be in July. Yeah, might be good weather. Just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently, um, another thing that I read uh, about this is that the yeah, I mean, obviously, like you just said, the the reason there probably was a um, you know a massive thunderstorm for Audio Slave is apparently it was baking hot the whole days. Yeah, roasting. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I think the, the the other main thing we should talk about is the fact that Limp Biscuit was supposed to headline the Sunday, not Audio Slave. Yes, and I I feel like there was somebody else they had in place after Limp Biscuit who also pulled out, but I'm not certain on that. Oh, really? But yeah, I mean, Iron Maiden and Limp Biscuit at the time in 2003 that was an incredible. I mean, Audio Slave. I, I'm not a fan of Audio Slave, but. Um, for people who are, I mean, that sounds pretty awesome anyway. But uh, I think yeah. Limp Biscuit couldn't have been over here many times before that, if at all. I I saw them just after this when they did that free gig in Hyde Park. Did you? Was that because they pulled out of this? Do you remember? No, I I, I think it, I don't know why they did it. I'm not sure if it was related to this, but it was definitely the same year. Yeah, and it was after this. Yeah, can't remember what the exact date is. I remember that now. I forgot about that. Yeah, they played the free gig in High Park, and the, the whole set's on YouTube. Is it? And it's awesome. absolutely unbelievable as well. Literally, it's yeah. inc- they were amazing. Biscuit have always been a good live band, but like you said, in two thousand and three, Limp Biscuit were the biggest, if not within the top five biggest bands in the world. They, I mean, they sold out every arena they ever played in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It was crazy. So, like you said, to have them have it Iron Maiden and Limp Biscuit. What a massive draw that is for your first year as a festival. Yeah. I, I think it took me a little while to get into Limp Bizkit. I, I wasn't a huge fan of them when they first blew up. But, uh, I mean, the, the songs are just amazing, though. You know, I couldn't get away from them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I ended up enjoying them. And I I still would listen to them. Did you ever get into their later albums? I think I like all their stuff. I'm an old school Biscuit fan. I was listening to Biscuit. Since 1997, yeah, I was I I I, I listened to Three Dollar Bill, <laughs> so yeah. I was okay. like proper. Oh, so I, I, me and my brother loved them pretty much since they started. I randomly had them on like a Kerrang CD, 
Yeah. And then I started listening to them from that. And then from that, it blew. And then obviously they just got absolutely massive. Yeah. But yeah, no, I loved them. Yeah, the only album that I, I only I only like some songs from is Gold Cobra. Yeah. Which was the the last proper one they'd done. And now they've been they've been writing Stampede of the Disco Elephants for like 13, 14 years. It was supposed to come out in like 2013 and it just hasn't come out. And every time they speak to Wes Borland or um, Fred Durst, they're always saying, oh, Fred Durst is redoing the vocals. He didn't like them. And then Wes Borland said, oh, no, we we wrote all the songs, but then we scrapped all of them because we didn't like them. So they've literally been doing the same album. And Fred Durst is like, it will come out eventually, I promise you. But it's like their... um, What's that Guns N' Roses album that took years to come out? Uh, not IRS. IRS is the song. Um, Chinese Democracy. Chinese Democracy. That It's their Chinese Democracy. Yeah. And everyone okay. knows that that was a big pile of shite. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know Limp Bizkit were doing that at all. That They were just writing an album for years. Yeah, they, they just um they just put um four live shows up in the UK and they sold out in 15 minutes. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. They literally just... I mean, if you want to see a good live band watch Limp Biscuit, yeah because <laughs> they're yeah. amazing they still are to this day but not bring it annoys me sorry I'm gonna have to go on a tangent now bands like Limp Biscuit and System bands now that haven't released stuff in so long it I love them don't get me wrong but it kind of annoys me you can only play so long off of what you've done in the past yeah I, I think it's that. unfair that they get slots ahead of other bands just because of nostalgia I think yeah. other bands that are current should go above them. So that annoys me a little bit. If you bring out a new album, fine, headline, I don't mind. As yeah. long as you're still relevant. Yeah. You can't live off the stuff that you've done 20 years ago and expect to be above the bands that are bringing stuff out now. That's that's just ludicrous. Sorry. No, I agree. A bit uh, no, there. it's fine. I agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. I actually have one more factoid as well. Sorry, but we're on go the on. Link Biscuit thing. The Bring Me The Horizon song, A Wonderful, Lo- uh, Wonderful Life, that riff was written for the new Limp Biscuit album. Right. Because he uh, Fred Durst bring it, brought in Bring Me The Horizon as co-writers on some of the songs. Yeah. But he didn't like the vibe for what they were going. So if you listen to A Wonderful Life by Bring The Horizon, it is a pure Limp Biscuit riff. When you hear it, you'll go, sounds like a Limp Biscuit song. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, it does. <laughs> and then you'll go, oh yeah, actually, that is definitely... It just could have been a Limp Biscuit riff because it was. Yeah, awesome. There was um. So yeah, st- staying on Limp Biscuit, I I had to come up, come my uh, came up, come ah uh, fuck off. <laughs> I had um, <laughs> I had come up on my memories on Facebook uh a couple of weeks back now, just basically saying, Introbra, really is that what you're going with? Because <laughs> that's what the intro for in, uh, King Gold, uh, Gold, you said Gold, Gold Cobra. Golden Cobra yeah. was, yeah, it's ridiculous. Intro, yeah, that that album is not not good. I don't think I listened to that. I did quite enjoy a couple of the songs. For is it the Unquestionable Truth Part One? Yeah, that's 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 good. That's good. Yeah, some big tunes on there. Yeah, the Truth is sick. There's a couple of others on it that are really good. Yeah, that was, I think that was my favourite. I was like, yeah, this is such a good song. Why can't the rest be this good? Yeah. If you, you know, if you listen to it again now, it's actually pretty decent. Is it? All the way through. Yeah, it's actually yeah. quite good. Awesome. They, they tried to sing a little bit different and obviously it didn't blow up like the rest of their albums, but, it's, you know, it's it's actually, it actually stands up really well. Yeah. We've gone massively on top, off topic, but sorry, that's well, no, fine. not really. We were talking about Limp Biscuit. I was about so. to take it further off topic. That's what. That's why I'm saying that. <laughs> Do we have to reel back? Yeah, reel back. that's fine. 
<laughs> there's not much. Oh no, well, I mean, it's, I've we can probably talk quite a bit about two thousand three, but um, my music enlightenment is going all right. Mm. Yeah, the first band I thought I'd listen to that was sort of out of my comfort zone. I've heard you talk about them a lot. Sleep Token. Yes. Yeah, I heard you talk about loads, and I was like, yes, this is going to be glorious. This is going to be. Uh, we're going to fall in love over Sleep Token. And uh, <laughs> but it wasn't my thing, you know. I tried them out. No? It wasn't really my thing. Okay, they are a bit different to everything else yeah. out at the moment. They're 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 very strange. Yeah, I wasn't expecting them to be. They're a bit doom metal. I I know you you're a fan of Paradise Lost now. Yeah, and they are similar. Like I know Paradise Lost were always classed as doom metal, weren't they? Yeah, doomy yeah. doomy yeah. bands. Yeah, yeah, they are because they. It's kind of weird. Uh, the reason I liked Sleep Token was just the weird things in music where they're these beautiful, you know, singing all these lovely, high, beautiful notes and it's all dreamy. And then all of a sudden it's just horrible seven string down tune drop G disgustingness. <laughs> so I liked the like just the, the, the balance in that, just like one to the other switch back up. Yeah. I just thought it was great. But the thing about it is I didn't fall in love with Sleep Token properly until I saw them live. Yeah. So maybe well, they're on next year's download. So maybe we need to go watch them together and see if we can uh, awaken your soul to the sleep. Awaken time. my soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because all you say to them is they're so weird, aren't they? You, they they tell you they don't call them gigs. They call them ceremonies. Oh, really? And okay. all the fans just say worship, worship, worship. Yeah. All their stuff says worship on it. No one knows who they are. They wear masks. They don't speak during the songs. They don't speak between the songs. You never hear you never hear them talk. They just walk off. They come on. They play the gig. They just walk off stage. That's it. They oh, are the, okay. literally really weird band, but yeah, in a I great didn't know way. That. But um, but yeah, like you were saying, knowing knowing like the theory behind it might help me to enjoy them a bit more. There, there was um, even even further off the path. But um, there was a, it's fine. It's fine. People love this. I'm sure you'll love this. There was a YouTuber I used to listen, uh, used to watch, uh, called Rumi, Rumi Official, and okay. he would just most of his videos would be about pop music, but he would really go into them and and sort of talk about the theory behind them, and I found myself enjoying the pop music more, knowing that, like knowing a bit about the theory behind it, and and knowing that somebody who actually really knows what he's talking about likes this stuff. It's not just some idiot who like doesn't know anything about music just just like the catchy chorus you know yeah yeah you like a bit more in depth so if you know a story about how it's been created or what comparisons it's to or they've nicked this and they've nicked that yeah or they've mixed this with that that makes you more intrigued i understand that yeah Yeah. totally cool but he's finished now but yeah his videos were, were quite cool even though it was mostly pop music it's nice sometimes when someone goes into that level of detail about something. Yeah. Because like you said, you see it from a different perspective then, whereas before you would have been like, oh, I'm kind of seeing it from outside. Yeah. When you know how it works on the inside, you're a bit like, oh, I'm intrigued now. Yeah. Now my ears want to listen out for these things <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, that's probably why I got so much sleep token because I liked some of their songs. But when I saw them live, I was like, oh my Lord, what am I witnessing? What is this? Yeah. Some sort of weird weird sort of cult almost and then that really made me get into them and then i'm one of those nerds that whenever they put up a post i just post worship under it yeah <laughs> yeah do you um retweet it or quote quote tweet it or whatever? all of it <laughs> quote tweet retweet 
quote a retweet tweet cool. direct tweet inbox message direct <laughs> message tweet <laughs> cool uh right so should we go back to the uh 2003 again um, yeah let's go let's go through the lineup we won't yeah. we won't spend too much time on the bands so the first thing obviously on this is that, that even above the headliners it's got like it says stop press just announced sunday 1st of june first ever uk performances by evanescence and flint hmm. and you don't really have that anymore do you You haven't got like huge announcements on on the posters and i suppose most bands will probably tour quite a bit so it yeah. probably won't won't very often be their first performance over here at down the festival well you've got to remember as well is you know this would have been pre everyone on social media yeah so you know, this would have been in magazines and stuff. So Good you would have been flicking through Kerrang or Metal Hammer. And then you would have gone, that's why they've put that there. Stop press to see you to go, oh, yeah. Wow. First ever Evanescence show. I got to see that. So that's that's why you don't see it on the posters anymore because they just go, we've got an announcement on Facebook yeah. at 10 a.m. Evanescence are playing. And you're like, cool. And that's how you get your information. Yeah. Okay. And that's why you're on the on the podcast. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> that does make a lot of sense now. But Flint, I'd never heard of Flint. I haven't really heard much about Flint since. No, me neither. I, I, they weren't even big at the time, though. Like if if they were big and just sort of, I'd not heard of them. I, I'd understand that, but I don't think they were. I think was was download their first ever gig. I did read up about them a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, I, I Flint, I, I I heard about them at the time, but I never knew, I never listened to them. I never knew what they sounded like, whether they were like really new metally or were they rocky or I don't know. I have no idea. So Flint was a punk rock band created by Keith Flint of the Prodigy. Oh, there you go. I thought it was meant to be like a, a super group. Yeah, it consisted of Keith Flint, Jim Davies, guitarist formerly of Pitch Shifter. Pitch Shifter, yeah. Kieran Pepper. Rob Holiday and Tony Howlett. It doesn't actually say what bands they were in. Maybe, maybe it's not a supergroup. Pitch. Uh, just, I just can I just say, Pitch Shifter were awesome. Were they? I yeah, never amazing. really on my loved radar them. before. Me and my mate Wesley, we were bang on Pitch Shifter. Yeah, we loved them. Awesome. But yeah, they performed several gigs. Their first being a brief set at the inaugural Download Festival 2003. How no, can they get go. that kind of slot? As, I mean, I suppose it's, it's Keith Flint's name got him there. Exactly. But okay, it's members of the band. If they're super groups, they obviously from their other bands are already going to know all the promoters and everyone that are going. Yeah. So they're going to say, "Hey, we got a super group." They're going to say, "Cool, we'll stick you on the poster, nice and big." Yeah. And it's just another way to draw people in. Yeah. Yeah. True. And then there was Zwan below them as well. Zwan was. So one was Billy Corgan's other thing, wasn't it? Was that Smashing Pumpkins guy? Yeah, yeah, Billy Corgan. Okay, yeah, and but again, they were. I I don't think they were doing much at the time. I'd never heard of them before. Never saw any videos on, on Kerrang or Scuzz. Yeah, yeah and they seem to be quite high on the list. Yeah, to be higher than Disturbed. But oh, oh, was this the year Lesson Jake played? Fuck, I remember. Uh, that's another memory then. So, whoa. Yeah. Um. They. Um. So. At the time, there was always a big thing that went down the middle from from the sound desk to the stage, and yeah. and and they came on and they said like, right, I want everybody on this stage uh, on this side to run round to that side, and everybody on this side to run round to that side. So when they when they were playing oh the song, Lord. everyone was just running round the back of the uh, 
around the back of the sound desk and trying to get to the other side. It was awesome. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Never heard of anyone doing that before. That was cool. I knew that was less than Jake. I couldn't remember what year they actually played. So, yeah, awesome. Looks like it was this one. Yeah. All right, well, let's um, go through the first day then. So, obviously, Saturday, 31st of May, headliners, Iron Maiden. Yeah. Do, do you have any memories of that? No. Not at all. Not <laughs> well, a single one. It was Maiden. It was 2003, so it would have been Dance of Death. That's what I'm thinking. So, I think I probably do remember little bits of it because I love that album. Yeah, it's good. But I haven't, se- I haven't seen them on YouTube, actually. I've seen lots of other band sets. I should probably search for them specifically. Maiden, yeah, they might. They're you know, Maiden is so big. Someone might have filmed it at some point. But yeah. I saw them this year. I saw them with um, funeral for a friend at Earl's Court. Would have been later in the year. Would have been like November time. I saw them on that tour as well. Yeah, would have been. It was. It was later in the year than this. It wasn't. Wasn't earlier. Yeah. But yeah, obviously, I lived in London at the time, so it was Earl's Court for us. Yeah, they probably played Hammersmith. I think we went to watch them at Hammersmith quite a bit. Well, not quite a bit. Yeah, they, a couple of times. I went with my brother. We we were talking about it when we were camping. I was like, "Do you remember Maiden and Funeral?" He's like, "Yeah, what a gig!" I was like, "I know, amazing." Yeah. And then we got um, Manson, obviously, which we've already talked about. Yeah. Bottles. I, no, I think he, I that, think it was quite good. He can be hit or miss, can't he? The last time I saw him at Download, I don't think he was very good. I. This is the thing, right? This is the annoying thing. I'd seen Manson. I was. I've. I've always been a big Manson fan, and he was f- amazing. And then in Download 2007, I was like, everyone come and watch Manson because he's unbelievable live. It was so shit. Yeah. It was terrible. And I was like, oh, no, now everyone's going to think he's crap live. Because before that, it was unreal. But I don't know. He was he, he's, 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 a, he's a troubled man. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stay out of that subject. Um, <laughs> yeah. But look, I mean, even if you look at the top three, right? Maiden, Manson, Deftones. That's enough to draw... I mean, thousands of people anyway, just on yeah. those three. They don't even need to include the other bands. I mean, that, that gig alone would draw, especially in 2003, my God. And this would have been Deftones, Deftones, which is an incredible album. So that's awesome. Uh, did you watch Deftones? Are you a Deftones guy? I'm not a big Deftones fan. I'm pretty sure I saw them, though. But yeah, it wasn't my my thing. I wasn't too impressed. But like I said, because it wasn't not my kind of music. Wasn't your cup of tea? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's cool. That's a, that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. That's, that's that's fair enough. We've talked about that before, haven't we? Like how how people shouldn't hate on stuff if it's not your cup of tea. It's not your cup of tea. Yeah. No worries. But at least I was actually there watching and not sat at the tent. <laughs> yes. Or throwing things. Yeah. Which is good. Um. Uh. Ministry. I don't remember much about Ministry. Generally. They've been on my sort of radar because I'm kind of into my gothy kind of stuff. And I think that's what ministry fall into. Right. So they've always been, I think I've heard, you know, in playlists I've listened to a few songs have been like, that's really good. But I've never, I've never, I've never dove in to actually yeah. get a whole thing of ministry. But I've, I've heard people talking about them over the years saying they're excellent. So yeah. maybe um, I'm going to add them to one of my lists. Cool. A name that, well, I certainly don't hear anymore, which is quite big on there. Is Real Big Fish? Yeah, I only knew a few. I only knew a couple of their songs, and they do a couple of covers. That that Take on Me cover was the one that used to get played. Yeah, the most. Yeah, yeah I remember. That. Well, they obviously did the um, a lot of the music for one of the best films in the history. Wait a minute. We'll say it at the same time. If it's gonna be the same movie, we're ready. We we'll say it on three. Okay. After three, what one, two, three, then go. Okay. One, two, 
Three, Basketball. Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's such a good film. <sighs> oh, so good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you like that as well. I've yeah. still got to show that to the missus. I'm not sure how she's going to take to that one. I think I showed it to Kelly. <laughs> it was oh, around, the, around the start of the um, first lockdown, I think. She'd never seen it. So I just like, put it on one afternoon. I was like, I think I saw it on Netflix or something. And I was like, I have to watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> did she like it? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, did she oh. like it? I think she oh, did. Good. Yeah. yeah, I think she did. Not as much as yeah, well, like anybody who watched it at the time. She doesn't really like some types of uh, humor. She doesn't like slapstick, which is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, I think um, my missus is the same as well. She's... I'm not sure how she'll take it because it's weird. She laughs at some stuff, and I'm like, well, "But it wasn't even funny." <laughs> and then when I'm, I'm like absolutely pissing myself, and she's just sitting completely still. I'm like, oh, f- "Forget it, <laughs> forget it." But yeah, dude, good, great film. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that again soon and remind myself. Um, where were we? Real big fish. Oh yeah, In Me, who were obviously just getting big at the time. I was a big In Me fan at the time, so were all my mates. Were you? Yeah, I liked a couple of songs, but not. I never really had the albums or anything. Um, under okay. under underdose undertone underdose underdose yeah yeah awesome yeah. song big yeah they got some they got some great tunes even yeah. their later albums had some good stuff on them murder dolls obviously I, Joey's band I was a massive fan of their first album was I wicked a fan album at or before download I can't remember I'm sure I, would I've seen them I don't remember seeing them so maybe I got into their album oh. after. Uh, that does happen sometimes. I look back at old downloads and I think, oh man, why didn't I see them? Yeah. But if you're not a fan at the time, you're just not going to go and see them, are you? No. But yeah, Murder Dolls, that would have been a prime time to see them. That would have been great. Yeah. What else we got? Taproot. Taproot. We a Taproot uh, guy? I like Poem. I, I wanted to get into them because they're, they're in the same sort of ilk as Spine Shank. And I love Spine yeah. Shank. Um, who's the other one? There's one other one at the time. Oh. Can't remember. Maybe just Spine Shank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Taproot are great. Uh, their their first albums, unbelievable. Not the one with poem on it. I don't like. I'm not actually too keen on that one. I think the first one that's, is is great. That's the only one I tried. So maybe I'll try. Yeah, I'll try the uh, the first one before that tomorrow. If it's yeah, the, I think the first one as an album is way better. Yeah, yeah. The sec the the other one, the Blue Sky something. I can't remember what it's called, but that one. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. Okay. Um, him, him. I'm 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 a big Vilvello guy. Are you? Absolutely love him. Yeah, right from the right from the beginning, right up to now, love him. Yeah, cool. Uh, again, some went, some of the songs I liked. I never owned any albums, but I did did like probably most of their singles. So I probably yeah. saw them. Yeah, good. They released a lot of good stuff. Reef, another good band. Like they they had some huge singles, man. Massive hits. They were great. Soil, Soil, oh. obviously awesome. That would have been with the original singer as well. Yeah, is that the little guy? Well, the small. Yeah, yeah. Small, I don't think the I small s- blonde guy. Don't think I saw them then, because we 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 met we saw him in um, Bristol a few years back, and we were just having a chat with him only because I was with a girl. I, I he wouldn't have come over just to me, I don't think. But um, <laughs> but yeah, we were just chatting to him for a while. Got some pictures with him. And I don't remember seeing him back then. Oh no, it would have was... been. It was a different singer. Oh, okay. They 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 had, they got two singers. Uh, well, from what I remember, the original singer left, and then they've got the guy they've got now, or it might even be the third guy. I don't know, okay. but the original singer definitely left, unless he's come back now. I think Who he's knows? come back because he he went to Drowning Pool, and 
So I never liked Drowning Pool's first album. And I really, what? really... No, I know. But I really liked the al- one of the albums that had the Soil Singer in. Um, Full Circle, is it? Such an awesome okay. album. So good. I might have to check that one out because I never listened to them after the first album. Oh, good. Because I've done that to a lot of bands, and I always <laughs> feel bad when 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 you say things like about uh, I don't know him, for example. There wasn't that many people who liked them after like the the first album, was it? And but it just seems like there's been a lot of bands that have done that, and you've been like, oh yeah, no, I like all their stuff. I like all their stuff. So it's good. It's good to see that it's not just me who likes one album. No, no, yeah, and then goes yeah. Like them. some bands, I just yeah, the first album, but I just never followed them after. Yeah, but if I really really love a band i will listen to as much as possible but yeah no i'll have to go and check out some more stuff if you if you you're recommending it if it's good yeah it's got a on there as well which is that looks like they were headlining the second stage yeah, maybe yeah i think they were got them all the way from america we- as well to come over to play <laughs> <laughs> isn't it it's crazy that um a a were on they're on this and then i saw them at the pilot yeah now that is incredible to think that they played the very first download and that they're still playing together yeah. even this year. That is that's crazy. It wasn't just me who a hell of a long time. thought they were American. Um my friend Jacob again he he said he thought they were American. So uh, Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. You're probably not alone in that. No, I was going to say maybe because one of their songs is Starbucks. Maybe oh, is that video shot in America? Maybe, maybe, yeah. I can't. I, I think why. I remember a little bit of the video, yeah. But they are they are definitely a British band. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> but yeah, it's not just me that uh, didn't know. All right, and I'll um I'll, I'll I'll zoom quickly through the second stage because um otherwise we could talk about these bands for ages. Yeah. We'll, we'll just pick some out. So we got a headlining. Uh, then you got Amen, Sepultura, Sixth, Stamping Ground, Funeral for a Friend. The Helicopters, Queen Adrena, From Autumn to Ashes, Arch Enemy, Three Colours Red, Shadow Fall, Violent Delight, Violent. Chimera, and Murder One. Some great bands in there, man. Um, it's like I said earlier, it's like pretty much all of them were household names at the time or or yeah. fairly big, you know? Dude, Chimera, Arch Enemy, Sixth, Funeral, Sepultura, and Amen. On the same bloody stage, you having a laugh? That's a bubble. That's a that's a festival in itself. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just the second stage. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Well, it's weird because, like you said, it, it's a bit different because there's only two stages. So, pretty much every band that was be there would be a band that people would have known about at the time if they didn't know now. So, yeah, it definitely would have been a a huge thing. Because what I was going to say before was, Andy Copping said in interviews before that. The first, you know, festivals don't break even in their first year. No. You, you, you lose money. You, you're never going to do it. The only reason that this festival managed to continue to go on is they broke even on the first year. Yeah. And you can understand why, because looking at this lineup, it would have been a massive draw then and would still be a massive draw now. Yeah. So you can understand they were very clever with who they picked. Because there's so many varied stuff on there, isn't there? He said the only reason why they broke even is because they didn't have to pay Limp Biscuit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Only one person asked for yeah, asked for asked a for refund. A refund. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, I wonder who that one person was. Oh, I don't know. It's 
Try he was obviously find a, a, a big limp biscuit fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, nah, I'm not gonna go. But yeah, it was obviously a hit. So yeah, like you said, it's like we uh, were talking about before. When we were talking about bands that are never played download. These bands, these big bands, must cost so much money. Yeah. It must take so much of the money you make just to pay the bands. Yeah. And um, if Audio Slave that took the slot just said, yeah, it's fine, you know, pay us this, it was probably far less than Limp Bizkit would have been getting, especially at that time. Would have been a hell of a lot of money if they were pretty much the biggest band on the planet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, what a first day of a festival that would have been. Yeah, I'm sure we would have gone over to the second stage at some point, but I'm not sure when, because I mean, I, I, I like some Chimera, Violent Delight. I'm pretty, oh no, we saw we did see Violent Delight. I'm sure we did. Nice. Yeah. Because um, uh, there's that one song that they did, and that was <laughs> that was the only good song, wasn't it? Um, I wish it was a girl. I mean, they probably did. Oh yeah. They probably did more. That's that. the only one I knew, and it was such a fun song. And, oh, they had so much energy on stage, though. It was like it was amazing to see. I probably probably one of the most energetic bands I'd ever seen up to that point, because obviously they played quite oh, early awesome. on. And I couldn't believe how much energy they had. And then going up, yeah, sh- uh, assuming this was the order, Shadows Fall, Three Colours Red. I don't think we would have stayed for Arch Enemy. From Autumn to Mashes, that's not a name you hear very often anymore, is it? They they were quite, were they quite big at the time? I can't remember. I think so, yeah. I saw the, the, that, that name was pretty much everywhere. Yeah. In my head, they're like a screamo kind of band. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Am I right? I could be completely but wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought they were anyway. That's what I thought they were. I thought they were like, you know, glass jaw sort of stuff, screamy. Yeah. I don't remember many heavy. screamy bands, screamo bands being around at this point though. We'll to, we'll to this is when it began listen. because you see Funeral for a Friend there. This is when Funeral for a Friend started to get big. Yeah. This is literally when emo started to it started to get its hold on everyone. Yeah. And you'll see as it goes through the year, when we go through the years, it gets bigger and they the names get further and further and further up. They started creeping their way up the list. Yeah. But this was, this was like early days though. So the beginnings like, yeah. So they were kind of down low, second stage. Yeah. But I would have been well up for Funeral for a Friend at this point. I would have been. Yeah, I think I would have been as well. Again, I don't know if I got into them before or after this because I mm. fucking loved the first album. Oh, what an album that is! Yeah, uh, again, I don't didn't listen to much after. Got loads of good stuff. The second album's just as good as the first, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then Without the obviously sixth, which I don't, I don't yes. think, I don't think I saw them. I don't think I saw them at this this year. No, I couldn't have been into them at this point. I would have seen them. I'm sure I would have. Yeah, might have been after. That's good, man. Well, I mean. What what a first day that would have been. I bet uh, yeah. you were back at the tent afterwards thinking that was a pretty damn good start, especially after Maiden, do you know what I mean? After the first day Maiden headlining. Yeah. I'm sure you would have been pretty happy with that. I would have loved that. Yeah, there you go. Me too, man. I wish I was there. Uh, Mum wouldn't let me go, so <laughs> it, was a, it was a no from me. And then Sunday, Audio Slave headlining. Obviously, we talked about them replacing Biscuit. Yeah. Um, have you listened to much Audio Slave? Not really, no. The one song, Cochise, is it Cochise? Yeah, yeah. It was just, to me, it was just a bit whiny, so I just never really listened to them. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, we, we were huge fans at this time, the first album. Uh, is a lot of their stuff like that? or? Yeah, it gets okay. a bit different. That one is is quite, his voice is quite up there in that one, but there's other ones where it's 
toned down a bit. The reason I listened to that album actually is in um in Kerrang, I can't remember if it was Kerrang or Metal Hammer, uh Corey Taylor said what his favourite albums that had just came out were and he said Audio Slave's first album. Yeah. So I went and bought it. Huh. Awesome. It was a great recommendation because it it was awesome. Yeah, because you couldn't just listen to, listen to stuff online. I know I used to no. um, do Amazon's recommendation, or other people have bought to to buy albums. There's like I think it was like three albums that I bought that were never very big over here, just just from being suggested them by Amazon, and they're amazing. Yeah, um, a band called Cold. Have you ever heard of them? I heard of yeah, I know a couple of yeah. songs and. Um, Depswa, you probably wouldn't have heard of them. They, they never got very no. big, but I, I listened to that album to death. No, I never heard of them. Obviously, you can just find any any album you want now, really, can't you? But yeah, back then, you couldn't. You have to buy an album to listen to it. Now we're treated. There's not enough time in the day to listen to all these bands. No. I wish I could just sit there and listen to music, but unfortunately, <laughs> we've got to earn some money as well. Yeah, pay the bills. Um, yeah. So Zwan as well that we talked about. Um, Less than, Jake, Less than Jake, like you said, you had met some memories a lot from. Of fun, yeah. Disturbed before that? Did you, any memories from that? Did you were you a Disturbed fan back I then? I was. Again, that's going to be one of the bands. I'm going to I'm going to say it's a lot. Um, that I loved the first album. Never listened to any more. Uh, Trivium were Ooh. the same. I never listened to any more Trivium. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I do it. But there's a lot of good <laughs> yeah. Disturbed albums. Yeah, the, the first three. Disturbed albums, the first one, The Sickness. Yeah. Then the second one, and the third, uh, is it the third one or the fourth one? 10,000 Fists. That's my favorite. Yeah. I think I owned that. Yeah. I did own that, but I just couldn't get into it. Really good. Oh, man. Okay. Well, yeah, they've got great stuff. Even their last couple have been really good. They've, they're quite consistent, I think. Yeah. Disturbed. Okay. There's a lot of, you can, you can always pick some five or six really good songs from an album. So, yeah. But yeah, that would have been that would have been great. And then Stone Sour, which I've seen clips from on YouTube. Yeah. And they sounded quite awesome. And I guess this would have been one of the first times Corey would have played with Stone Sour unmasked to a proper big audience because it, but in 2003, it was still quite early days for Slipknot. I was thinking the same because um, I'm just trying to remember how many years they were going before people, well, how many years the Slipknot were going before people had seen them unmasked? I thought it was a long time, but... No, not really, because you think about it. First album was 99. Yeah. And they were playing with Unmasked with Stone Sour and Murder Dolls in 2003. Yeah. So it didn't take long. No, but it felt like a long, long time at the time. I think years felt a bit slower then. As we're getting closer to death, they seem to be getting faster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, because if you look in the videos, Corey's got his old, long, blonde, curly hair, yeah. which he had for quite a while. I remember the Soulfly "Jump the Fuck Up" video, where it had, and that was that was early. That was in two thousand and one. But they didn't show Corey's face; they just showed silhouettes, really, and then his tattoos and stuff. But they wouldn't show his actual face. Yeah. So obviously, at that time, he was still wanting to conceal his identity. But oh, I miss Soulfly. Yeah, they're great, great band. I didn't really listen to many of their album, well, any of their albums, but they were my one of my friends' favorite bands. So yeah, I listened to them a bit through him. Yeah, Love Soul I Fly. saw them live a few times. Yeah, I do miss them. Yeah, awesome band, awesome. Yeah, I wish they would do some stuff again. I know they they done some gigs a few years ago, but uh, for some reason I didn't go because I'm obviously clearly an idiot. <laughs> Stones. So yeah, so Stones. And then we got the Darkness, which obviously at the time 
would have been a massive draw because 2003 is when Permission to Land came out, which turned out to be yeah. one of the biggest albums of the year and the lot that couple. I think I read on on something, uh, Wikipedia or something, that they hadn't actually got big yet through it. Maybe it had just come out and people hadn't taken much ah. notice of it. That's why they were so okay. far down. Okay. I don't. Yeah, because I was thinking they were, they got huge off of this that album like massive instantly. Yeah. yeah. I think they suffered for that a few years after getting so big so quickly, kind of dragged them dragged them back down again. Unfortunately, mm. rather than to the heights that I guess they wanted to go. Yeah. Which sometimes I think it's better to go slow. You know, take it easy, go up, and then get huge. Whereas some bands that are just dropped straight into it, obviously they don't make great business decisions or no, they haven't sort of got their way and i know they were going a few years before this album came out but that was the time that we all knew about them so yeah the darkness which would have been fantastic Mudvayne, oh i'm guessing that would have been incredible would you have gone for that uh i probably would have uh i am a massive Mudvayne fan more than one album that's how much of a fan i am <laughs> whoa I, I wasn't i wasn't that keen on ld50 it's uh there are other albums that i like oh dude i had ld50 on the gym the in the gym the other day when i was running I forgot how good it was. Yeah. You got to go back this way again, man. It was oh, sick. I mean, Dig, Dig was good, but I, yeah, I, I wasn't that keen on some of the other ones, but oh, obviously okay. the beginning of all things to end and end of all things to come <gasps> were good. That's a good choices. Yeah. Was that the name of an album or was that the, a song on choices? an album? I don't remember that one. I can't remember, but I, I, yeah, I had all the albums I've... and Dig was my least favorite. Oh, Dig. LD50 was my least favorite. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I liked the second album, End of All Things to Come. And then I liked LD50 and that Lost and Found, the one that had Happy on it as that's well. That's the one really that had good. choices. Yeah. Oh, that was such. I think that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good album, dude. It's a yeah, good, so good one. Good. But but seriously, go back and listen to LD50 because yeah, okay. it's. I, hopefully, you have the same thing that I have where it was way better than I remembered. Yeah. Way better. Mm, so, yeah. Go uh, back, have a listen. Tell me what you think, man. Tell me, Do it for next time. Have a listen and tell me what you think. Could be shocking to you still. Yeah. When I was in a band, I was like... Cud. It's Cud is the basis, isn't it? I'm sure it is. Chud, yeah. yeah. Chud, Cud, whatever they call it. it, was, it always, they always had these weird names that stood for stuff. And yeah. no one ever knew what the hell it was. But yeah, I, I loved his bass lines. He, I, he was basically my idol when I was in a band. Um, I was trying to write like him. Mm-hmm. Just like just doing my own things, not not following the guitar, but doing stuff that sounded good as well. Oh, I was, I do like Mudvayne. Oh, I'm gonna listen to Mudvayne. Badass bass player. He was a badass bass player, man. Yeah, playing that slap bass. Oh, it's just amazing. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> I used to slap it. I didn't know how to slap at the time, but I used to slap it and fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was never taught how to do it, so I was just like slapping where the bridge is, and it was just making a horrible sound. Uh yeah, there's a. I think it's a bit of an art. I wasn't. I was not a very good bassist at the time. <laughs> slapping the bass, just slap bass. Yeah, slap bass. Slapping the bass. Right then we go. Oh, this is. Oh, this is still main stage then. Yeah. So we so we had Mudvayne. So um, no effects. Boy sets fire. Bouncing souls. Who I don't remember. No. Strong guy. Strong guy. <laughs> Let's have a look. Who the hell is that? Oh, strung out. Strong. Oh, sorry. It looks like from here, strong it guy. Does. I was like, what the hell is that? Well, the, the orange there, it just all blurs into one. Yeah. So, word. strong out. Yeah. Okay. Thrice. Yeah. Who I've heard of. Sponge, who I very much enjoyed at the time. Yeah. 
What's, have you got the other list? Because I can't see anything below that. It's um, way too small. So the small. next one is T-S-O-L. Hang on, what's that? It just came up. American. Sorry, I know you can't brand. see what we can see. So basically, the the download picture is of... It looks like they've scanned in one of their own posters <laughs> because the quality is so bad when you get down to the bottom bands, we can't actually read. But luckily, yeah. Ad has got Wikipedia up, so we're all right. <laughs> Um, yeah, T-S-O-L. That's what it says. An American punk rock band formed in 1978, California. Oh, okay. All right. Never knew that. No, never heard of them. The Real Mackenzies. That's a band I heard of at the time. I don't know much by them. No, never. I don't even know. Never heard it at the time. I don't remember it. And the next one, what does it say on the poster? Can you... Real Mackenzies. Uh, uh, I can't, I, I can't oh, even make so it out. so tiny. But the next it's band so small, is Metallica. Yes. And so, oh, hang on, Lesson Jake Apocalyptica. Is that what it says? Okay, so uh, there's some on the main stage we missed out. After Mudvayne, with Spineshank, then The Darkness. Yeah, but on the poster, sorry, on the poster, they've got the two bits the wrong way round. So what two bits? Oh. So I was reading them thinking, I was reading them thinking it was the main, uh, the, the second stage. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think that is, did No Effects, yeah, No Effects headlined the second stage. Okay, there you go. So, they okay. just put that so all in the, the ones we just mentioned were all the second stage bands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So after Mudvayne, you had Spineshank, The Darkness, One Minute Silence, Raging Speedhorn, and Instruction, according to Wikipedia. Um, brand new. It says brand. I'm sure that's brand new on the poster. Yeah. But it doesn't brand say new. that on Wikipedia. Um, and Chevelle. Chevelle. 80s Matchbox. Beeline Disaster. Are they, are they, are that's a band name I always remember, but I never knew what they sounded like. But that's yeah. awesome. The 80s Matchbox Beeline Disaster. Yeah. What oh, the hell was that all about? It's got brand new on the SCUS stage on Wikipedia. So yeah, let's just, okay, go, the, let's just go on Wikipedia. They've that, muddled all this up on... The poster's the, a mess. The poster is a mess. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a mess anyway. It's got a big thing slapped across it that says Evanescence and Flint. Yeah. All the bottoms. Are, it's you know, it's just like we were talking about before the posters. This poster is just a giant... And it's a horrible mess of colours as well. It's not a good poster. No. Nah. But thankfully, it was a good festival. It, well, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, because it doesn't actually say where Evanescence were on the ba- on the bill. Where were they? No. So they were... Between Mudvayne and Stone Sour. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, the the second stage, the SCUS stage, headlining was No Effects. I was never a fan, really. I didn't really know much of yeah, that stuff. Me neither. Um, Boy Sets Fire. Don't know much about them. The Bouncing mm. Souls. Strung, nope. out, strung Out. Nope. <laughs> so I've never... Yeah. But then they got Thrice and Sponge, which were, which were, quite, I think, were quite big bands at the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, and then that TSOL, then Real McKenzie's, yeah. then we get to Metallica, which it was so obvious, right? If you looked at, um, so apparently they um, they gave them their own sort of, they gave Download Festival uh, just a made-up name to put on the poster, to put on the, I don't know if they had the lanyards then, but mm. on, on like the, the stage times, whatever it was you could buy. But I remember... It's saying Apocalyptica in that spot. And oh, it, really? And if you looked at it, they had it, it showed that they had 45 minutes. Hang on, no. Yeah, it showed that they had 45 minutes, and all the other bands around them had 25. That's what I remember. So, but apparently mm. they played for 90 minutes. Apparently they played for an hour and a half. 
I think. Okay. I could be wrong. But yeah, anyway, I if you actually looked at it and thought about it, then it would have been obvious that something iffy's going on here. Yeah. Why is this band in the middle got a lot a lot longer set than the ones around it? Yeah. But yeah, and again, like I said, I was sure it had Apocalyptica in that space, and because nobody knew who who Apocalyptica were at the time, not really. Nope. And and so it would have been a treat for them because it would have been obviously Metallica fans going to <laughs> exactly, that stage. Yeah. But that is not what other people are saying. So I could be wrong with that. It could just be what um whatever their name was that they gave to download. Because it, yeah, it yeah. does have Apocalyptica on the main stage here, um, above Lesson Jake mm. and below Flint. So maybe that's what I'm remembering. Yeah, maybe Apocalyptica did play. They're not on the poster. Yeah, but they did play, and you're getting that mixed up with the fact that Metallica played the secret show. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Like I said I was watching Evanescence at the time. No idea what was going on over there. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest Metallica fan anyway. I probably would have enjoyed seeing it, but I wasn't the biggest Metallica fan. So I I wouldn't, well, I probably would have ran. I was like, Miss Metallica. But um, I probably would have still enjoyed it if I watched it. But I mean, I, I enjoyed Evanescence at the time. I loved Evanescence. The, the first song, when they uh, they had the guy from 12 Stones, I was like, this is what, rock music has been missing uh, a band with a male and female <laughs> singer you know this is amazing yeah and then he, i know so many people who bought the album expecting that and he's only on the one song yeah that's it yeah but i mean the, the whole album was good anyway yeah that, that album's amazing i love that album as well yeah it's one of the albums that i wish i sang instead of her yeah because it's so good it's so good everything about it the melodies the hooks, the lyrics, the music is such a sick album. Yeah. Uh, their new one's really good, actually. Is it? I... Yeah, really good. Yeah, I checked it out the other day. Awesome. And I told Vicky to listen to it and she loved it as well. So they're still they're still busting out the good tunes, man. Awesome. I thought it was interesting after after they became big. Obviously, uh, the record, record labels or whatever, whatever you want to call them, they were pushing Nightwish and... What was the other one? Um, Within Temptation. Within Temptation. Over here. Yeah, yeah. But I remember hearing at the time that Nightwish had been going for years and years and years. They had like eight, nine albums out already. They just weren't big over here, but they obviously heard that Evanescence had made it big. So they were like, well, we'll push them out over here as well. And it's crazy how... It was definitely, yeah, it was definitely a breakthrough moment for sort of female singers, like you're saying, definitely. Yeah. It's crazy how they can have that much power just to decide what they want to be big, where and when, you know? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that happens all the time, dude. Still happens to this day, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it when... Um, it's go, going off a bit, but um, I was looking at Roadrunner Records' website, and there was a band on there called something like 40 Below Summer, something like that. Yeah, awesome band. I, I couldn't believe that... I'd never heard of them. Not many people I knew had heard of them. No. Nope. And and I was like, why aren't Roadrunner pushing to make this band big? You know, why have I never seen any advertisements? I couldn't yeah. believe it. And as like I said, it's just the power they have to decide who is big and who isn't. Yeah. So also, you know, some bands just don't resonate with people. No yeah. matter how good it is to the mass audience, it just doesn't resonate. And there's just not enough. 
you know tack there for them to stay that's that's happened with with tons of bands yeah but it depends on the um on their uh on the label as well because a good example of this is i'm a big mushroom head fan and when they were um on their original label they were getting pushed to the moon and they were huge yeah they came off the label went to another one and they just went under the radar for years and now they got back on nuclear blast and nuclear blast are really good at promoting their bands and putting out there and you know all of their uh, from the last album all of the songs they've released have all got millions of youtube views really so it really does make a difference the label is huge for a band it's it some of them really do take care of their bands and they want to push everyone as much as possible but yeah there must be some people that go under the radar yeah without a doubt this dude we should do a section about one day because i could talk forever about roadrunner records and there is probably 10 to 20 bands that were on Roadrunner that should be talked about that aren't. Yeah, okay. There's a lot. That's good. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I've only heard a few little bits like this and had a few of my own thoughts, like the uh, like what I just said about 40 Blow Summer. And I've always wondered, I've always wanted to know more about what's actually going on with the music industry, with record labels. You know, I've heard some awful stories about record labels, and I think to myself, why do bands bother? You know, you can probably make it mm. big. But, I mean, I... I don't know very much, so I would like to be educated, yeah. So uh, that that's one of the reasons why I say in the intro, I want to talk about the music industry, past, present and future, because I do want to get into that in a big way at some point. Yeah, oh, dude, well, I'll write that down now, because Roadrunner is, is literally a subject completely by itself, because it's yeah. so interesting. All the bands, the phases of Roadrunner, you know, from the, like, 80s early 90s 2000s and then where it is now it's where, where it got sort of driven into all these other little bits of companies and stuff and then you had like trust kill and all these little offshoots they got so big they had little companies off of their own yeah but um that's yeah dude that's they had so much to do with so many bands getting big like slipknot kill switch they when the misfits came back out they'd done all their stuff machine head all these bands that they got absolutely huge yeah so um, that's interesting yeah we'll talk about that we'll talk about that without yeah. a doubt here's a fun fact but yeah that's interesting when I, again i said earlier when i was in a band our second practice the guitarist came down with a, an application form for roadrunner records <laughs> i was like <laughs> that's not how it works <laughs> that's really not how it works <laughs> yeah our second oh, ever that practice good. it was crazy <laughs> But cool, right? Uh, oh, let's get back to. At least he was trying. Yeah, fair play to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Metallica. Yeah, we um, not much to say about them. Hopefully, we'll have uh, this guy come on and talk. Maybe next episode, we'll have a chat with him and uh, and see what he wants to do. Yeah, that'd be good to have another insight into the whole Metallica thing because it was a big thing. Yeah. Big thing at the time, especially. I remember people going mental about what the hell. And like yourself, like, you know, people that were actually there that didn't go and see it because they didn't know it was happening. It's crazy. Yeah. And and it became a huge thing, though. Like, I don't know if Andy Copping wanted to do secret bands after that because it was Metallica's idea. But people expected secret bands. So it's yeah. uh, that's another topic that we'll have to go into um all the secret bands that they've had whether they've lived up to the hype or the the mystery yeah yeah definitely man if he even wanted them you know <laughs> i think if we do eventually get him on that is one thing i do want to ask him like do you give a shit about the secret bands basically oh yeah that would be great i bet no one's asked him that either no yeah cool um going down the list though um 
we said the 80s matchbox beeline disaster brand new they were quite big for a little while weren't they they were indeed yeah they still have been i think they've they've held their um their fans the whole time there's there's okay. been a few albums what people have really really enjoyed cool um they 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 fall into the same category i i would i i would put them in as like with uh in me uh, my girlfriend's favorite band is the used all those sort of bands and, nice. and they do they just keep like you said they keep their fans like they just buy everything buy everything they do yeah yeah definitely i love the i uh, yep yeah, the used you could use as a perfect example for that i love their first album and I loved their new one they brought out last year. So yeah. these bands really do keep their fans around for a long time. Yeah. Next one is Instruction. We said them on the main stage. I think they played two sets. Who pulled out? I'm sure it says here. Oh, they played twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Chevelle, who were on the poster, pulled out at the last minute. So Instruction played their second set ah. and stepped in as replacements. Fair play to them. Mm. Beat Stakes. Never heard of them. Nope. Randy, I've never heard of them. Nope. Fabulous Disaster, I've never heard of them. No. But I, I have thought I would like to get some of these bands on that have just not really been heard of, that have played Download Festival. And just, uh, even if they're not going anymore, just to have a chat to them and, and see how they did after playing Download Festival, if, if it pushed their career a bit further or or what. Yeah, if it just had no effect or... Everybody wants to talk to the big bands or the up and coming next big thing, but you know, I'm interested to see see what the smaller bands have done and, and yeah, definitely. where they've gone. It'd be interesting. We'll have to like, you know, maybe we'll see if we can get some of them on Spotify and um have a listen, man. See if any of them were actually any good. Because if they were, you know, people, some great bands just never get noticed. So there's probably gonna be something on there where you think, This is wicked. Yeah. Why did we not know about this at the time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, but overall, I mean, dude, that's that. What a way to start off your first. I mean, I'm not sure they knew it was going to go for how long it was going to go for now, but what a way, what a great start that is. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And and a, a lot of the bands were bands that were big on TV at the time as well. You know, like like I said earlier, you had um, Scuzz. Well, the second stage was called the Scuzz Stage. Yeah, so you had yeah the Kerrang and Scuzz, and it was just all the same bands all the time like all new metal and a lot of these bands were you know massive on those i remember we um yeah me and a friend we recorded scuzz for about three hours once so we could skip the adverts so we recorded it on a tape (laughs) on a vhs (laughs) yeah because it was all the same things anyway it was just like we'll just record it and skip the adverts yeah yeah i remember i had a um kerrang used to give out videos I had a video which had all had all, all loads of music videos on it, yeah, yeah, like a VHS tape, and it had loads of videos on it. So yeah, it was all about videos there. And like you said, the all of these bands, especially the ones on the main stage, the videos were being played like crazy. Yeah, so they were being promoted to hell. So no wonder this festival done really well. And if anything, Limp Biscuit cancelling was a godsend because it means that they could put on the next one. So yeah, uh, can we say Fred Durst save download? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Possibly we could. Yeah, that could be a quote quote for the day. Rename the podcast to that. <laughs> Fred Durst <laughs> saved download. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should put that as the title for this one. Download yeah. 2003, Fred Durst saved download. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'll do that. There you go. Cool. Um, but yeah, when, what what a way to start. And, um, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And this is uh, awesome because 
the first one isn't going to be the best necessarily, but absolutely great jumping off point. And uh, some people, like yourself, were lucky enough bastards to be there. <laughs> yeah. Not that you can remember any of it, but you were there, man. Yeah. Like I said, it was just my holiday every year. I think I remember my uncle took me to America when I was 15. And then I didn't go on holiday again until about five years ago. I've, I've not been abroad. <laughs> um, I mean, it did the odd camping trips. But yeah, not had a proper holiday. So Download Festival was my holiday every year since the beginning. And um, so that, that's why... I'm pretty sure you're not alone in that. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that have done that as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, like I said, it was from what I remember of it, it was absolutely amazing. It obviously, kept me going back. So, um, yeah, yeah, it must have been good. <laughs> I just wish, <laughs> I just wish I could remember more. Hopefully, we'll get. Well, to be fair, it, it was a long time ago, dude. Yeah, it, people, you know, it it was a hell of a long time ago. You, you like any download, you were drinking, you were having a lot of fun, and you were you were young, so it all would have been like in a haze anyway. So yeah, it would have been difficult for you to remember anything but what from what you've remembered it sounded like you had a fantastic time <laughs> yeah. so that, that that's all that matters especially with the legal highs i can't believe i did them that, i think that was the only time i ever did them they didn't do anything to me i can't believe they even existed at download i don't know what time at uh, what time at what point they stopped allowing them to come i know it's crazy for a few years but yeah it's crazy thinking back <laughs> yeah <laughs> legal highs at download jesus yeah, I'm glad they're gone now. But yeah, great place to start and um, an awesome beginning to the thing that we now do an entire podcast about. Yeah. That's how huge this thing got. I don't think they could have foreseen quite how long it would be going for. But just to start off as a festival, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's not much else I can say, really, because uh, I don't remember much else. <laughs> so should we... Uh... Should we move on to the section of the show we like to call Campsite Fuckery? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. There's one story that I, I have said to you before that uh, I, I think is worth saying. Oh, yeah. So, by the way, we didn't get anybody right in again. It's a bit disappointing, guys. Okay. Come on. Put your finger out. <laughs> Because we, <laughs> yeah, send us anything, yeah, literally anything. It's send us whatever stories you have, no matter how stupid they are, yeah, just send them to us, man. It'll be great to hear other people's versions. I don't know if the picture of me dressed as Freddie Mercury was just a distraction in that post. I think everyone was mesmerized <laughs> by your, yeah. your, your beauty as, <laughs> as Freddie. Yeah, after looking at it, that, it took me so long to post it because I looked at it after and thought, I don't think this picture does it any justice how much I look like him. I mean, I, I do a little bit, but um, I wasn't sure how much I do look like him. So I I was like, am I going to look like a twat by saying, oh, I look like him? And then put a picture up where I don't look that much like him. Oh, no, dude, it was awesome. Yeah. It looked so good. That picture does it. I, you know, probably not as much as in the flesh, but it definitely does it justice, yeah. man. It was, it looked amazing. As soon as I seen it, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is sick. Yeah, uh, my my old barber was actually trying to convince me to um to to join like a lookalike company of some <laughs> sort. Uh, I I thought about it, but I, I'd have to have a mustache all the time. I don't like having, having a yeah. mustache, and um and I'll put a bit of weight on as well, which is fine. You know, I'm not I'm not putting myself down, but I didn't want to have to keep on top of 
not putting weight on so I look good for the role, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it would have been cool, but I, I would have felt, I would have put a lot of pressure on myself, I think. <laughs> yeah, you don't need it. No, and if people come up to come up to me saying, oh, can you sing like him? But no, no, I can't. No, I can't. I'm a fireman. Yeah, that's the thing, to be fair. <laughs> if you look like Freddie Mercury, you got to be able to sing, didn't you? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so back to campsite fuckery. The uh, the story I was going to tell was um, about Capture the Flag. So uh, I, I don't know what year it was. It's irrelevant. But um, there was a guy that came with us who um, he, he, he made his own flag. It was just, just a white bit of fabric, I think. I, I assume it was an actual flag and he just wrote on it. But, uh, yeah, it said basement crew on it. And um, he realised that it had been stolen overnight one night and uh must have been a bit gutted or whatever we didn't see it for the rest of the the rest of the festival but the year after we did it was so insane i mean because you you can see quite far can't you but you know yeah there's so many other like campsites that you can't even see from where you are but from where we camped we looked over and these guys had our flag and it was obviously our flag because he made it himself you know (laughs) yeah it's not going to be recreated exactly. No. So we went over to him and said, oh, what are you doing? This is our flag that was stolen last year. And, um, and and they were quite cool. You know, we didn't go over as assholes and, like, try beating up, beating them up or anything. But um, they, they had a bit of fun with it and said, like, why don't we play capture the flag? So you take it back this year and the next year we'll come over and take it back from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it actually happened, but uh, that was quite fun. It was quite a funny story, I thought. So did they steal it or did they find it? They actually stole it the first the first time. Yeah. Oh my lord! Why would you steal someone else's flag that has the name of the camp that you aren't? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And then take it the year after. <laughs> Just what? keep taking what? it. Oh, honestly, some people. Yeah. Get your own flag. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So this guy spent hours making it. He just come over and nick it. Yeah. <laughs> that is dread. That is dread. Do you um? Do you have a story for? campsite fuckery this week i <laughs> i have a story that was mentioned <laughs> when we went camping the other day well, it was two separate stories about one particular person we got a, a friend of ours luke but a lot of us call him fallon and he is he's the sort of guy that he'll all have he always have a he's one of the funniest people i know just to put that out there and he will always have a, a swarmy comment or something sarcastic to say after someone said something and it always makes you laugh but it also annoys people. So at download would be our time when we were all together to punish him for these for these wrongdoings to us. Yeah. So so the first year in 2009, we, we were messing around and someone had cable ties. So we cable tied his hands together. I remember this is getting him back for years of being a sarcastic asshole in the best way possible. So we, we were all just pissed and we're like, fuck it, we're going to get him. So we, we cable tied his hands together put him sort of on his sort of back, pulled his trousers down, got a JD bottle that was almost full, <laughs> straight into his ass, and just started pouring it into his Pouring arsehole. it? <laughs> yeah, literally Fuck just pouring it. Out. Obviously it didn't go in. It Probably a little bit went in, but yeah. basically just went over him. <laughs> but the worst bit about it was, is he was he was distraught, but also cracking up at the same time. So then we, we let him go on the floor and everyone was laughing. But what we didn't realise was there was a couple of JD bottles. So no one knew which no. one it was. <laughs> and people were drinking from it afterwards. 
So people were like, Aah! and I'm like, I don't know where, which bowl this is. No one knows where this has gone. It's now you're all just drinking from it. So we, that, that, that was that was one of the things. Then in 2010, we, uh, me and my friend Lewis, before he Fallon got there, we filled his tent completely with balloons. So we spent the whole time he wasn't there because I think he came on the Thursday and we went on the Wednesday. So we spent the entire Wednesday just drinking and doing whatever, but also blowing up balloons. Yeah. So as soon as he opened his tent, <laughs> these balloons just came pouring out. It was completely filled. <laughs> so it took him the whole time to pop those. Then he was sat in his tent and we thought, um, this is the same year, 2010. We thought, oh, I know what we'll do. We'll, 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 we'll all throw our rubbish at his tent. So we were just throwing rubbish at his tent. He opened his tent. His tent was literally filled to the top at the front with rubbish. So he was <laughs> opening it and all these bags, cans, everything would just come flying in. Remember, this was when like 30 of us were going. So yeah. there was just cans and bottles from all directions just hitting <laughs> his tent. Awesome. And then the final punishment the same year was um, we had like a, like, a, like a pool that we put water in and we put beers in to keep it cool. But as the festival went on, people just started pissing. Yeah, yep. So um, I think it was my brother and Lewis, possibly my friend Sammy. They got him up head first and were like pretending to almost dunk his head in. <laughs> I'm not sure if his head went into it. Mind you, this was just completely filled with piss by the last day. I think they were just teasing with putting his head in because we're not that cunt-ish. Yeah. But yeah, then they just threw him on the floor and he ran off. But we we... That would be a regular thing. And funnily enough, that was the last time he went to town. Really? <laughs> yeah. But I went camping with him at the weekend and, you know, we're, we're all laughing about it and stuff. And I, I think he will actually come next year. So Okay, cool. I know I, I, I know he's listening to this, so just prepare yourself, bro, because I'm not sure what's going to come next year. <laughs> I think everyone's a bit more mature now. That, yeah. was, that was a long time ago. So I'm not sure he'll be punished for his sins quite so much. So yeah, that's my, my, my story of Luke Fallon and his download punishments. Well, I have some very similar stories. A guy I used to go with, Sean. I'm sure it was his birthday. but uh, So we, we filled his tent up with balloons while he was in it. <laughs> and, and he woke up, and uh, I'm going to try and do his accent. He's, he's got a Birmingham accent, and he was like, there's so many colours. <laughs> <laughs> Another time, we had the pool to fill with beer and people were pissing in it and we had a lewis and a sammy i'm sure we did that year as well so oh my it was like, god are we, are we going with the same people <laughs> and we don't even know each other i think i want to say that was 2013 i think lewis I, th I hope i think lewis listens to this lewis if you don't if you're not listening i'm gonna i'm gonna tag you and tell you because it was lewis who made the flag so i'm gonna tell him that I'm, i talk about capture the flag anyway so lewis you are listening i'm sure you are um where the fuck was I going with that? Oh, I did all that rambling about how I'm going to get Lewis to, to listen. You were talking about stories about punishments. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to ask Lewis. Uh, I can't remember. I'm going to ask him if um, he did come that year because I'm, I'm sure. It, I think it was 2013, and we camped in Red, and there was like two tracks, um, like from a from a vehicle going through our campsite where obviously they'd gone through it while it was really muddy and it had dried, but it had left these two, like, really big, like, yeah. indents in the ground. I'm sure it was that in, in, in red. I don't know. Anyway, it's quite irrelevant. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, <laughs> shall we 
start to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, start to wind up. Yeah, wrap it up, man. Cool. I think we've actually had quite a successful chat about 2003. I was dreading this episode because I thought we're only going on my memories. And, uh, <laughs> but we've actually got managed to get quite a good episode from it. No, dude, this it, it was the first one. So there was plenty to talk about. Yeah. And loads of other little tangents went off. And I'm sure, just like we said about all the other years, we, we'll remember stuff later on or we'll find out information later on yeah. uh, about these years and we'll come back to it and like you said other people will have different memories so we, you know yeah. it would be great if people sent something into us of their memories of this year to help us out in in further episodes that would be awesome but yeah it was wicked man i enjoyed talking about yeah, it yeah i didn't go i didn't even go to the next one but i'm still <laughs> gonna enjoy talking about them yeah. so and i managed to have two i think it was two memories come back to me during recording that's what yeah see these things will trigger some memories in you like you said you didn't know we mentioned a name and you went, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember that. That's triggered something in my mind. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all good, man. Awesome. It's been been great. So, um, yeah. So uh, it was good. Yeah. If, if you have if you have any stories, we'd love to hear them, whether it's for campsite fuckery or not. And, yeah, we should probably wrap up the show generally here, shouldn't we? Because uh, it's getting late. Kelly probably wants to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, next week, we haven't discussed what we're going to be talking about yet um oh okay. you said you might try and get um yeah i'll ask leader. um i'll ask leader yeah. when he when he's free yeah because we went to download from like seven eight nine ten me and him together and then at 16 he played really so that's awesome we can talk to him about pretty much everything yeah um and then, yeah he'll have a lot to say on the music industry as well so oh, that's good what do you call him leader adam his name's Adam, but call him Leader. Leader. Yeah, Leader. Yeah. I think you're yeah. going to become my friend too. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you've obviously got Bloodstock coming up, so uh, we'll have to have a couple of episodes on that as well. But um, Definitely. We're not sure exactly where we're going with this. It might be, yeah, chatting about Metallica, chatting to Leader, chatting about 2004. It's all coming up. I'm probably going to try and get a timeline worked out. But that well, we won't stick to that. I know we won't. So <laughs> no, it's fine. So uh, it's fine. yeah, cool. If you want to reach out to us uh, with anything you've heard on this episode, whether that's stories for campsite fuckery, anything we've missed out from a particular topic, any corrections, feedback, or any suggestions for topics you want to hear about, then you can reach us on these platforms. We're on Facebook as Dear Download Podcast. We're on Twitter as the same Dear Download Podcast. You can email us at Dear download 2003 at gmail.com. Simon, do you want to tell people where they can find you if you want them to find you? Yeah. Yeah, you can get me on Instagram, Fonzie underscore Simon. And obviously, I do the whole YouTube thing as well. So if you just type in Simon Bond, it should come up with my um, YouTube channel. So you can check me out on that. Awesome. And anything you want to say before we go as well? Uh, no, just thank you very much for listening. And um, that was fun talking about um, 2003. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how many memories this evokes from both of our minds yeah. when we get further down the line. Yeah. But again, thanks to everyone who liked on Facebook because we keep on getting likes. And um, it's great. If you, know, if you could share the podcast, that would be fantastic. And just tell us if you've enjoyed it. It's always nice to have interaction. Or tell us... If you think it's rubbish or whatever, yeah. do you know what I mean? Just some interaction with us um, is always good. And uh, we're just looking forward to see where it goes. Number three in the bag. Boom. Yeah, definitely. 
like I said, I was nervous as hell about this one, but I think I think it's going to be all right. So, <laughs> it's all good. yeah, cool. It's all good, baby. Well, that's everything for this episode then. So it's goodbye from Simon. A goodbye. And goodbye from me. Goodbye.